Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning and welcome to 2019 on the Concrete Gang every Sunday morning. Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, Buzzer. The old crew's here and we're ready to go again. We've got the old trifecta. We're back, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. We have got one uh, one bloke's left, the old brother uh, Stringbean. As we'd say, Stringbean's gone on the greener pastures. A uh, little bit of a joke there, vegetarian joke there for old Stringy, but... Uh, uh, he, he he was a great contributor to the Concrete Gang. Did a lot of work behind the scenes, and we, we, he'll be sorely missed. But we wish him all the best over in Tassie. He's and gone to greener pastures. Oh, I thought we just said that, but anyway, oh, Buzzer was he sleeping? <laughs> was Sorry, he asleep? I'm trying to do a couple of things at once here. Yeah, Senator. Buzzer, you can't oh. march and whistle. You know that. Listen, don't drive your car an email. Yeah, oh, yeah. see, so it looks like it's been through the Falklands War. They see the car out the front, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so Stringy, we wish him all the best. And uh, tough times down in Tassie at the moment. They've got all the fires going down there. So yeah. we wish all our listeners and people down in Tasmania all the best. Not to mention the heat we've had here. And uh, we should, I think, talk about that as a major issue because there are an awful lot of health and safety implications in what's been going on since Christmas. But... It is 2019. It is going to be a big year. Every year seems to be a big year, but this one's going to be particularly important because there will be a federal election this year, and we don't want to bore you shitless with a whole lot of political talk. But Because everyone it, else will soon. Everyone else will soon, correct. But the future of... The union, the EBAs, all that stuff is uh, going to ride on this federal election because the legislation that is currently in place is absolutely hamstringing unions in doing their job. And uh, if 
the Morrison government is re-elected, it ain't going to get no better. So it but, will be a big year and we'll be talking about lots of those issues and what it means to people right across the construction industry. Well, there's a few people running against them, isn't there? They feel the, uh, they've jumped in, the independents are running. There's a, there's a few libs deserting the ship too. There is. A couple <laughs> oh, of Labor ones God. too. What about that Mundine? He, he jumped over the fence oh, too. What about him? Oh, Where yeah. do they go? Do they have, actually have any principles at the start? Do they, do they have, is, that the, is that the problem? I think it's, there's no wo- proper work and background with a lot of these people. It tells Principles. you it's only about them. Yeah. Can't get me, pre- me, me. Can't get a pre-selection in the Labor Party? Go to the Liberal Party. Can't get a pre-selection in the Liberal Party? Go to Pauline Hanson. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mark well, Latham. Mark Latham's going to ban the burqa. Is that the only thing he can do, is it? Right? Is oh, that going to be the greatest victory, is it? Well, let's get off that before we oh, put no, him no, on. We want to pop something positive. Well, I've got, got a Christmas? I've got a positive thing. Did you have a good Christmas? We better, oh, yeah, we had a very good Christmas. Thanks, Buzzer. Yeah, good break. Yeah, I'm looking forward to my next break coming up. But um, we are, 3CR Community Radio, CFMEU, Concrete Gang, are sponsoring Port Melbourne this year. In a small little humble way, we will we will be so giving a little bit, bit back to the community and helping out the local footy clubs. So stay tuned to that. So we might we might be having a few tickets here and there to give away on the show if you're interested in coming and all that. So listen in, and we are going to be using uh, the publicity that goes with football to promote community radio on the TV. Exactly. So you'll be able to see a little sign saying, listen to 3CR when you're watching the uh, VFL. Exactly. So we're looking forward to that little bit of sponsorship. So a bit of money we made goes back to the community and the local football club. So it's good for everyone. And we promote community radio even better. Now let's talk about some industry stuff. And the number one issue is hot weather. Oh, my God. And I've noticed that. hot weather and... The absolutely pathological desire of bosses to pour concrete at 40 degree. Can I say this? I don't think anyone's going to be happy, and unfortunately, till someone dies of heat exhaustion. Yep. I, don't, I think that's what it's going to take. These bosses do not, at all costs, they've got to pour concrete. It's going to be 40, 46 degrees. Even the birds aren't flying in the skies. They're dropping out of the skies. Well... Oh, can I just? I went to a couple, a lot of these jobs, and one last special Friday. cheer out of Richard Cutler too. Yeah, that's right. And what I've noticed is, all right, out there in the workforce, in forty degree heat, we don't we don't pour, and that's fair enough. Yeah, it gets a bit confusing when when the temperature is projected to be 30, 37. Some people feel the need to uh, to do the pours. Uh, there's a lot of trouble with concrete supplies at the moment with the massive amount of work and infrastructure and construction. All I'm saying, if you can't start the thing first thing in the morning, it's not ready on a real hot day, don't worry about doing it because we have, we've had a few jobs that have actually started and problems have gone wrong and there's concrete stuck still in, in, in there in 38 and 39 degrees. It's not really what you want. It's the poor blokes out there that are stuck doing it. So there's nothing absolutely black and white about 37 and all the rest of it, but what we uh, 37 as far as... Doing the pause, but it should be should be it shouldn't be doing it at ten o'clock or twelve o'clock in the, uh, around that time when it's going to be so hot. You start early, five in the morning, get you everyone pay the set rate, up, and you get everyone finished before it gets hot. 
If that means you've got to cut back the size of your paw, you cut back the size of your paw. Now, I know there are some people who have been doing the wrong thing, but equally, too, there have been some people who have done the right thing. Okay, they've had a small paw, they've put a stopper in, they've poured a few columns, but everyone's been done before it gets anywhere near 35. And I think those companies should be congratulated because they are at least meeting what I would have thought was a reasonable health and safety standard by making sure that people aren't put under the stress of temperatures in excess of 35. And okay, it has been really hot. We've been up to 40, and if you're in, like me in South Australia, 46 we've been up there. It's, it was 40 degrees constantly, but the issue is someone dies, then the whole world will be saying to people, you can't even finish a bloody pour after 35. That does happen sometimes. The temperature gets up a bit quicker than it's supposed to, and you've started early and you've done all the right things. It gets over 35, people will be stopping. And just to add to that, it shouldn't be purely and simply just what's on the EBA because at the end of the day, all right, we've got 35 in the EBA, but there's companies out there hiding behind the fact they mightn't have an EBA and they're working their work as well past 35. Just remember they've got an obligation under the Act too. That's correct. And we will support workers out there, whether they haven't got the EBA or whatever, and making sure sites realise their responsibilities when it's too hot, right? The uh, inclement weather is a particular problem in this state, not because we have extreme temperatures, but our temperatures go up and down. They move dramatically. It doesn't happen north of the divide. It doesn't happen in northern states, but it does happen in Victoria, and that does throw people's uh, biorhythms out. It puts uh, an awful lot of stress on people, in terms of what they can do and perform functions safely and effectively. So let's just have a bit of a deep breath, calm down, because February is going to be just as bloody hot. Righto. Now, there was an incident. There was. A very serious incident uh, in uh, Melbourne. Equally, there was a similar type of incident in Canberra. And can I say, on a positive note, straight up, no one was injured. Thank the Lord. Good luck. It's not, we are going so close so many times and getting away with it, it it is extraordinary good luck, but the luck will change. And when the luck changes, it it will be a disaster. So, yeah, well, the one one, uh, I uh, attended was out at M-City, out at the multiplex job out at uh, Clayton. They were lifting a, uh, I suppose you'd call them a plank, wouldn't you, Warren? Yes, it's a plank. Plank, plank, uh, 11 and a half. Four section. 11 and a half uh, ton plank, uh, as as you said, floor section. Lifting in, and when when it got over where it was going to be installed, uh, the sling broke, one sling broke, and it came down. So when it came down, it it took out the false work or the form work, which was scaffold and et cetera. Hitting the head in the the concrete and, and smashing up. How it was very lucky. The one thing that did go right was they had good procedures in place and having the areas cordoned off. Only people in there were the riggers. Just missed one rigger. Very very close. It's been a full investigation. Uh, 
I mean, there's been a, uh, we've had all engineers out. The crane, the crane obviously the men, men were all shifted off the job. Um, work safe for being out. Uh, there's also uh, obviously the cranes were stopped. The crane that was lifted it has to, had to be um, had to be uh, stopped, and it's going to be um, properly uh, investigated. Engineers going to go over the crane because it's been shock loaded. There's also all the sl- the slab had to be engineered because it, where it hit landed on the slab, or the scaffold. And it's, the other thing that came out of it was they were using um, the wire slings, not the round ones, but the flat ones, the flat woven ones. And uh, if you've ever seen that in the past, they have the the covers that go over the top of them that protect the slings. And the covers normally you could slide on and off so you can inspect the sling. But these these covers were actually fixed on, which I've never seen before. And that was part of the problem. Is obviously people couldn't inspect what was underneath the sling. So the slings broke in half. One one sling and obviously came down. So it's been um with all the slings have been um thrown off the job not to be used again and in future if you've got those type of slings on the job and you can't inspect them we're not, we're not, they're not to be used because all slings are going to be visually inspected so it was a that was a bad one um moving forward they've got to retrieve the the, the panel that broke and, and also get different procedures out in future they're going to do these precast floors and we should just uh, mention that when we say they are woven. That's woven steel. Woven steel, yeah. Not uh, not fibre. No. Righto. So, how close was it to a disaster? Oh, it was, well, it's always it was very, a couple of feet. Yeah, if that, it was very close. And um, unfortunately, uh, you know, it was it was you know I was actually there. I was just leaving in the car, and I heard it hit. You know, it sends a shudder through your through your body because. Of course, you think, Jesus, you know, I hope, hope no one's been hurt. No one was, but it's probably good luck. But they did, I must say, in their credit, they had all the procedures in place and everyone was out of the way. But it looked a certain amount of luck, you'd have to say that too. And uh, so it's just, it's just, you know, the six tower cranes on the job, a lot of precasts, a lot of stuff happened. Everyone's just got to take a big deep breath, I think, sometimes and just slow up a bit and uh, make sure you've got the right things in place. The right lifting gear, the right. If you're not sure about it, ring the union. If you're not sure, if it doesn't look right, it normally isn't right. And we should just mention that in Canberra, a precast panel went over the side. It wasn't a case of being lifted; it was a case of it went over the side. Now that means that it was not secured correctly, and so it uh, was installed. It was installed. It wasn't a case of being installed, it was installed and it went over the side. And I've just remembered one other great a big incident over Christmas. I don't know if we want to, how far we want to go into it, but what happened up in Sydney regarding the building up there with a builder, a certain builder, uh, oh, yeah. and, 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 and the precast panels and, and grouting and all that sort of stuff. Did we want to go into too much detail there? Or the, icon, icon. the icon job. Cheerio to Lou. Yeah, because a lot of, you know... Uh, this is a push on building sites. Complete. Well, there's some buzz up. Well, what we'll do, mate, we might cut to yeah, track. Cut and, to a track. I and we'll, con- we'll continue on about that after the song. What we got, Warren? Well, regardless of whether you call it Australia Day, you call it Invasion Day, you call it what you like, there is a weekend where we all have a holiday and we should all collectively acknowledge that it's a great southern land.
There it was. Ice House, Great Southern Land. And as much as we might get a bit negative about things that go on in our industry, it's still not a bad place to live when you think about uh, like what's happening in Chicago at the moment. Minus 27, some poor student on his way to uh, college got a, died in the cold. Well, I did see mine. I don't want to be you, but I did see minus fifty-one at Minnesota. That's one of the coldest places in America. You wouldn't want to be going there in holidays, would you? (laughs) (laughs) No, wouldn't be much of a holiday. No, apparently Uh, not. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit like Britain at the moment. They're uh, they're frozen down too, but that's not because of uh, the temperature. Oh, isn't that going on? (laughs) The Brexit isn't. She she hasn't played her hand too well, has she? Old uh, oh, what a re- reincarnation of Maggie Thatcher over there. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Look at that, right? Here it is. Right. What is it? Maybe 60, 70 years after the event, they still haven't got to the use to the idea that they're not an empire anymore. They're and, just a pissy little island in what, the North Sea. And that's right. And what, you know, it all comes down to this: they want a hard, hard border on the. They're going to put a, try and put a hard border up on Ireland, Northern Ireland. All the work, peace work that's been done over there to get it into a, um, a, a better situation over there, and they're going to and they're going to try and stuff it up again. That's what they're going to try and do. It is unbelievable, but. We won't talk about the problems of the world. We'll have plenty of time for that over the year. But there has been a couple of issues. Uh, one that you identified uh, with, uh, uh, what, what would you call our mates from Shangri-La? Oh, oh boy. God. There's a development. Absol- that- sham builders. That's what I'd call them. There's sham a- builders. Actually, we should get all, where's the developer down there buzzing? We oh, well, be- well, because they were going with EBA companies. Now they're going down, down, down. Well, the develop the the. Have I, put, just, have I put you on the spot? Have yeah, I? have put me a little bit. Sorry, on the spot. Mate, I, sorry. I have been to the job this year, right? No, and, no, uh, no, no. But I will say that there's um, they've only got the, they've only got one stage. At, thank thank goodness they've only got one stage here at the moment of this new development, um, because who knows where their money's coming from and where whether they're going to last the whole distance. And on that one stage they're doing, they've only got up to ground level at the moment. Right, um, they've got a reasonable formwork company in there, but I've got to tell you, I ran into some steel fixers out there, and they were on twenty-two dollars an hour ABN. Now, when you work that out in um, in wages, that could be below ten dollars an hour, wouldn't it? Uh, so, you know, where are we going? Where's the bottom line there, uh, our mate at Shangri-La, um, Obi, Obi, Obi One Kenobi. Now, I can see a disaster happening on that job, right? I can see a disaster, so t- stay tuned, Bay Road, Sandringham, right, and uh, we'll see what happens there. Oh, well, so they sound like a uh, nomination for Scallywags, bringing in uh, that sort of uh, deal onto their job. Now, anything else that's been happening around the industry we should mention? Well, maybe we should have a little talk about Icon and uh, the little job in Sydney, which Spain, is... Sydney. Having a bit of a problem. The only good thing about steak and kidneys the road to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's a. Uh, well, yeah. it's well, extraordinary. Well, Buzzer brought it up now, he's on his iPad. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm just getting well, answers. Well, it's we'll extraordinary that we can have a building which, uh, while well, they started off blaming the precast for uh, a partial collapse and cracking of the building, it actually seems to be the boom. So, for a massive boom, uh, which I saw on the TV, to start cracking and actually cause the 10 floors above it 
to equally crack and have to be uh, have people removed from it. Uh, and an investigation going on suggests that, again, there is problems with the building surveyors. The whole deregulation uh, of building surveyors, where it's all you pay as a developer for the building surveyor you want, is considered to be acceptable. And people who have put their money in, some of them their life savings, into buying these apartments and then finding <laughs> in Melbourne that the cladding was a unmitigated disaster. Yeah. And in Sydney, clearly the uh, structure is very, very suspect. Yeah, well, just on all that, I mean, we, we did have a clause in our EBA once where it said um, where possible to use all Australian materials on construction sites where possible, which was a pretty good thing. But then because then we were told the government made it non... Um, it was... What's the word? Non-co-compliant. No, non-co-compliant. So we had to take it out. So they're bringing stuff in from everywhere, Chinese steel, Chinese... But we've had trouble, if you remember, on the um, Ferris wheel, whatever you call it, with the bolts and yep. Chinese steel. We've had problems with Chinese steel on cranes. So the government's, you know, like, got to have a good hard look at themselves, you know, because uh, I think some of these materials are using a second rate, but not only that, obviously, with the cladding down in Melbourne, but they... Um, there's no no one. Who, I mean, the old days we used to have clerk of work, so we used to call them the clerk yes, of jerks, if you remember. Yeah. And they come on the job and make sure check the, everything out, didn't they? Make sure the steel. What you, you even had to clean the steel with the wire brush if it was rusted. I mean, none of that happens anymore. No. And make sure all the steel's in. Make sure this is done. Make sure that I don't think any of that happens anymore. But anyway, I, and that's that's where, where we are, the position we're in now. To get back to your earlier question, I know I'm good at jumping all over the place, but I've got me BCI up here, Oyen. Property developers are doing that Shangri-La job, and I'm heard they're involved in it too. So, and the job is called Pavilion Green. Well, that's a lovely name to a job that yeah, it's going to turn into a shit fight, isn't it? Pavilion <laughs> Green, right? Right, you've got the news straight from the the horse's mouth now. Scallywags, scallywags, yeah. uh, CICG. Oh, CICG definitely working in two or three jobs at least in forty degree heat. Yep, pouring concrete. Shangri-La. Yeah, Richard Cutler. Oh, Richard. Eh? Richard. Yeah, he Richard. wasn't happy, was he? No, he. he, he see, when you, they're, all, they're all blue bloods. They don't like being told no, do they? No. No, they don't no. like that. He's rung everyone. He's, he's he's rung everyone on holidays and, and wants meetings with everyone. And uh, I don't know, young Richard, I think uh, taking photos of other jobs and things like that, mate. I think you're going down the right road there, mate. It's a good idea, though, for him to take pictures of jobs which are being done properly. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Who actually had well, finished actually, their pour before the heat got up. And as I said to him, why are they taking pictures? Have a look at the health and safety there. I've right just remembered up. it's my anniversary today. And <laughs> oh, should I have said something to my wife? Well, it's Send actually, a cheerio. I can't remember if it was 91 or 92 when I got married, so how had it all worked that out, right? It was one of those years. But I could tell you, I know one thing. It was forty degrees. So just remember the hot weather, right? You got married in the heat. Oh, forty degrees mate. it was. Right? Tell you what, you're that unreal. Poor, that poor, long-suffering woman. Let's go to Scallywags. Let's go for Richard Cutler. Yeah, young Richard, he's in there again. Good on you, mate. You're a winner. We got a Suki Lala. Oh well, he could take that out as well, couldn't he? Well, he get the run and double. All right, Richard, you have done a first. He's got a flyer, off to a flyer. You have absolutely done a first. And everyone else we were going to nominate 
have paled into insignificance, though some people might get a mention again next week out of some of the matters we have discussed. But at this stage, Richard, congratulations. You are both Scallywag and Sookie Lala. So we're off to a flyer, and it's great to be back, and we'll see you next week. We'll go out the old, same old, dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going out with uh, Ganga Jang. And uh, this is Australia. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.